It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season season six six of Better Let Let Me Tell You. As you know, we've been in Los Angeles, the city of angels, Hollyweird, or whatever else they call it. <laughs> Had fantastic, fantastic time. Met up with so many fun people. You've already heard our chat with Eddie Zamora. You've also heard our interview with Alain Mesa. And this week, we have the one, the only, Jenny Lorenzo. She was so gracious to agree with us um, to meet up. And honestly, it was starting out that we were just going to kind of do, you know, 20, 25 minutes and chat with her. A little catch up, you know, nothing big. That turned into the hour and change interview, not even interview, episode chat that you're about to hear now. So, you know, we initially had planned DJ and I were going to kind of do a 20-minute just us version thing and then introduce her and uh yeah we tried not to take up too much of her time but apparently she's you know she's down to chat with us she is a pero prima after all um no we just talk about so many things you know the writer's strike living out west miami cuban culture you know the usual stuff that you all tend to tune in for here so you know i really want you to go ahead and enjoy our chat with uh with jenny lorenzo and and we cannot wait cannot wait to go back to los angeles as we said many times we wanted to do this starting in 2019 every year and then that silly little pandemic happened (laughs) and uh ruined everything kind of ruined our ability to do that so the goal is now moving forward to go ahead and do that as often as possible, um, you know, minimum time a year. And and just as we met with Alain, Eddie, and Jenny, there's so many other people out there in Los Angeles that we cannot wait to connect with yet again and again. And 
Again, special shout out to Isa and Martha and the, the whole Derby clan, frankly, even though we didn't uh, do a sit down with them because we met at Portos. Portos is way too noisy to even pretend that we're going to do any type of, excuse me, any type of interview that will be heard by humanity. <laughs> and that's a, the fact that you're about to listen to us chat with Jenny, where we did it on a sidewalk at a cafe with traffic behind us. So I think Portos... You know, you're a little you're a little noisier, but I'd expect nothing less from a, uh, a a a bakery started by a Cuban family. You know, I don't expect y'all to be quiet. Cubanos que no hablan, por favor. That's that's weird. That's just I think that just means we're all they're dead. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna take you uh, to our chat with Jenny Lorenzo after a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Oye, mi gente, ish here. Let's face it, sometimes we need a little energy boost to focus during the day, but I want to avoid those energy drinks with who knows what in them. Bueno, let's talk about the sponsor of today's podcast, NeuroGum and Mints. Developed by former athletes who don't want to take supplements or energy drinks when they're studying, training, or going out, these gum and mints were endlessly lab tested with thoughtfully curated natural ingredients to create three different products. There's Calming Clarity with vitamin D3 to optimize clarity of mind, or Health and Vitality, which is infused with immune-boosting vitamins to help strengthen your body. Now, y'all know I have a full-time job, co-host, and produce this podcast, not to mention help run wing pop-ups. So I am all about the energy and focus mints right now. And let me tell you, I am definitely feeling those B vitamins pushing my mental endurance so I can focus on everything I need to get done each week. So it's better than calm, focus, energy, and vitality? Getting them at a discount? Visit trynerogum.com slash pero to get up to 20% off your purchase of NeuroGum or mints. That's right. Head to trynerogum.com slash pero and get up to 20% off your purchase today so you can have a little more focus and energy tomorrow. And we're back. Yeah, you haven't said that in a while. Um, so as we said, it's true because lately we just do you and me and it's like, yeah. I just figure out where the commercial break goes yeah. and palante. But today we are echando palante with, as we said, the one, the only, the fabulous, the wonderful. I have so many adjectives that I can't think of right now, but we are here with Jenny Lorenzo. Hi. How are you? Oh, I love it. You were being Alaska. Um, <laughs> It's so nice to see you guys out here in sunny Burbank. Yes, <laughs> yes. We, uh, she's not exaggerating. We are on the sidewalk at a cafe in Burbank. And as you guys know, this is part of our Pero Let Me Tell You Goes West. Yes, we so went further our, than Our California episodes. Yes, yes. I feel like we need to have like an old school like Oregon Trail like, type <laughs> of music. Like the... Well, you know what you don't. You know what we Nobody wanted to dysentery. do. We're you know fine. what we wanted to do. I don't. I, th- I don't know if you saw it that our our promo this year we redid the uh, the opening of Laverne and Shirley. Yes, that was at, so good at the Hopinia <laughs> factory. But you know that Laverne and Shirley also moved to L.A. in the show the last yes, like two yes, last yes, seasons. That's right. So he was like, "Shouldn't we do a movie?" I'm like, oh, "You know, that's too much work." <laughs> but I mean, I'm here to help you. I, I have know, all now, the equipment. Now, now if we you have want crew. To do another parody. <laughs> Because I think you should at some point do like a West themed yeah parody Intro? video. Well, yeah, maybe next year. Next year when yeah. we come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because next year we want to do for our next season. We want to do another like sitcom intro, and we have some ideas. Oh so. my god, how fun! Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> but when you saw like they um, you know, we did it as you know in the Hoopinga factory. I'm so jealous. And we were so like um, 
like, okay, look, OSHA violations are not going to let us do this. And the guy from Hubinga yep. was like, Alex. you do whatever you want. And we were like, damn, bro. Awesome. I got it. I need the hookup. I want to <laughs> shoot something at the Hubinga factory. That's, That's my town. favorite soda. We're, That's my yeah. favorite we, we, flavor. We got you. We it, really, it really is good. <laughs> I'm like, team Hubinga. We, we were telling yeah. him, we're like, we're not blowing smoke up your ass. Like, we really love Hubinga. For real. Like, I love Materba, but Hubinga well, is my fave. That's theirs too. So you're covered on all okay, bases. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so you're good on all bases. Uh, but when, so you know, one of the things that I wanted to bring up because as we were driving here to meet up with you, you know, you said we're in Burbank, and this is where all the studios are. A lot of them, yeah. Um, what like it's it's Warner, NBCU, CBS, CBS, Boraki, Disney's um, around Disney. here somewhere, right? Yeah. Yep. And we pass by a lot of people on strike uh, yep. for the Writers Guild of America, the WGA. Yep. And I have sure to say, you passed by a lot of my friends. Uh, uh, well, I was keeping an eye out. I don't know if they were your friends, but I was keeping an eye out because <laughs> you know I'm like somebody here. You know, is like a star writer producer. hundred you know, percent. Like uh, celebrities are going out there yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and picketing. Um, I'm going to be joining a picket line uh, potentially at CBS or Netflix on Tuesday. So is Netflix out here, Tamir, or no? Netflix is out here um, in Hollywood. So that's happening. Universal, a lot of people are picketing out there, which is also where Telemundo is. Mm. So, so that's where you're going to have to go. So, so <laughs> by for, default, they've, they've sent so you to Telemundo. Be, because a lot of times when these strikes happen, you know, they cover it in the news and they just say, oh, so-and-so's on strike. But they don't really get to the nitty-gritty right. on, like, why it's on strike, what happened, what broke down. So tell our listeners, little. you know, really, like, because we wanted to talk about this. Actually, in the, in last week's episode, but since we knew we were, you know, you were going to be co-hosting with us, we're like, Jenny will be the perfect person to yeah. talk about this. Because so, we have questions we don't know. Yeah. What is really going things. on with, with this strike and, and why it's happening? I mean, writers, you know, members of the WGA have been fed up for a long time. Uh, it's to the point that even if you're a writer, one of the most successful shows on streaming, many of them have to get on food stamps. Many of them have really? to take other side jobs or day jobs in order to make ends meet. Wow. Because they're not getting paid properly. They're not getting residuals. Uh, so you could work on like Bridgerton. Right. And, and you could work on secession and it doesn't matter. You're not getting paid what you're worth as a writer. And, you know, it's not a surprise to anyone that the world runs on corporate greed and, and power-hungry yeah, people. Does, you say? <laughs> what? Pero que sorpresa. Wow. Wow, Jenny's just here dropping so truth bombs everywhere. these people have, like, so much freaking money. And it's wild because they didn't even bother countering most of these. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just like, nope. And so, claro, that's why the strike is happening. Um, so it wasn't even, like, a, ne a negotiation that fell through or just say it was an impasse they just the execs were like no thank you yes and it's um the contracts are public well the, the contract is public the one they, that on, they rejected yeah yeah yeah. so and in that document you also see the writers guilds um plea to not use ai to write scripts that is terrifying and, um, the studios uh said nah <laughs> they, okay, we really. <laughs> so they just flat out said no. We will use AI if we want okay, to. That, I'll, I'll really, tell you now. I'm gonna open it up so I have like the better terminology. Let's really dissect that because I feel that this whole what is it the the, the Chat GPT the and Chat GPT. It's one of those things that like I hadn't heard about it, and then when I heard about it, then I hear about it now all the time. Right. Right. Um, 
It's like when you buy a car. Yeah, because I know we did it that a few months yeah. ago or some episodes ago where we did the whole chat GPT here where on I had, the show. I had them scripted right. Right. Uh, for <laughs> us. And we, yeah. we were actually surprised how it did it did better than what we thought. Yes, it was quote unquote accurate. But it, but it sounded like human. a machine, <laughs> right? Right. It was. It, it right. sounds. It's a like yeah, because I, I I you know messed around with it a little bit myself, and I'm like yeah, this is never. I can't say never because the future is terrifying. I honestly, side note, I th- didn't think I would see something like this until mm-hmm. maybe I was really old, mm-hmm. or I wouldn't have seen it at all. Yeah. And it was going to yeah. happen after my lifetime. Yeah. Why are we actively courting Skynet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But it's all happening so quickly, and I found out, I went down an AI rabbit hole, and I found out that all of this became available to the public in November of 2022. Oh, yeah. So, because I personally didn't hear about ChatGPT until maybe two months ago. I don't, you know. So let's tell people actually what ChatGPT is. Yes. Again, you know. It's, it, it's an AI program, artificial okay. intelligence, and for all intents and purposes, what it does is it, it you you type in what you want it to create. Right. So um, we could type in, create a script for Pero Let Me Tell You. And what it does is it kind of puts out all its little AI tentacles, searches through the internet, and for instance, because I always put little descriptors in our in our show notes, and we you know we put certain uh, probably there's probably certain uh, hashtags that we use on our Instagram and any little thing like that, mm-hmm. and then it just compiles and it says, okay, and again this is all happening fairly quickly. It essentially says something like, okay, so it's a podcast. They're based in Miami. There's a hundred mentions of cafecito. There's three of Jupina. There's but okay, so I'm gonna put this together and be like, hi, we are a Miami podcast, and we okay. are powered I, okay, by cafecito. I could understand like, how that, could but very, work. very basic, very, it's yeah. very but I could basic and a little cringy. I can yeah. understand how it could work for like a press release. It right. works for writing an email or you know, putting your thoughts together in a more cohesive and, and clear way. Bullet point. Bullet points or, you know, even if it's like writing a bio. I wouldn't even say for an email just because, listen, I got dinged at work one time for bringing down morale with my emails. So that chat GPT <laughs> is not going to be more uplifting than me. But I, okay? guess, I guess what I'm curious about in terms of writers, you know, for, for a show, I mean, episodes of whatever show are topical. So how depending on the show how how do well it's topical there's there's a plot line there's subplot lines how does this adapt to like the plot that line? continuing yeah. story that is a good question I don't so I mean it's just like a fear though that they 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 think that writers are going to be replaced by a lot of writers are really scared right now about AI and 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 it's not just writers voice actors I oh, being one yeah. of them yeah. That's already starting to uh, become a, a hot topic because AI already, in its early stages, has the ability to copy a voice actor's voice. And a plot, you know, so yeah. voice actors are afraid that studios are going to start just using AI voices. There was some concern, now you said voices, um, I forget what brand, was using AI models. Yes, I saw that and article. They, and they were like diverse right but then the critique back was like okay but why weren't you doing this when you had to hire people right right like why so the so, so hasta los modelos hasta los modelos yeah they're, yeah they're, they're doing it with models they're doing it with yeah. actors they're doing it with voice actors they're doing it with writers and, and, and beyond like the creative realm well no this is still within the creative realm but like web design mm-hmm. graphic design that agencies programming that's so 
Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's getting comfortable. She, a, she she's settling in. But here's and the thing is like I went down a rabbit hole like I said and I watched so many videos, and it's just like with any technology and humanity combined, it can be used for good and it could be used for bad. For instance, in the medical field, it is doing a lot of crazy breakthroughs. How so? I haven't I haven't read anything. There about was the... one specific, and I and again I'm not gonna get the jargon right, but there was a. a for many, many decades at this point, the human body has all these proteins. Right. A lot of diseases revolve around these protein strains in the body. It takes, just to unravel and map out one protein strand, it takes one person with a five-year PhD and X amount of years to get the one protein strand. Shit. AI found all the protein strands. I don't know how long it took. But less time. Way less time to the point that the guy being interviewed said, because uh, the interviewer asked, well, how long would it have taken if it was done just by humans? He said millions of years. Millions? Millions. Wow. Well done. And AI, so he's like, well, what's this going to do now for, for us? He's like, there's going to be more development now in antibiotics. You know, there's going to be potentially cures for diseases at a faster rate now because of AI. So you're like, damn, like, it's terrifying, but it's like, it, it can do so much good for humanity. But it's not, it's not my miedo como el internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or in social media, it's like, fuck, like, it keeps us all connected across the world, information, do do do. And then you've got QAnon. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's the first thing that comes to mind. See, see I always say, <laughs> sadly, as it should, yeah. Now, now that you say internet, like, I always say, remember the days of the innocence of MySpace? That you would post pictures of your friend. The biggest, like, the biggest when thing we were was all uh, coders. The top eight. That was the <laughs> biggest we controversy. That was, that was the biggest controversy. Like, oh, my God, what am I going to put in my top eight? Like, I hope Fulano isn't mad. That was the you know? biggest issue. I knew better than time. to ever remove him from my top eight. But <laughs> uh, but, but it was it was like, you know, I, it was you're a little bit naive in a way. that Because you think back, it was so genuine, sharing pictures and stuff. I and know. then it turned into, you know, the cesspool that, you know. Then it turned then we got twitter <laughs> yeah and, th and then there's twitter oh and there's twitter and imagine, yeah so there's like it's like there's always as long as humans are in charge there's gonna be a dark side to all of this technology and i but i'm not gonna lie so many creatives are scared i get it of um what ai can do in terms of replacing our jobs and and I've been having this discussion with so many people just this week because of the strike in terms of like, well, what can we do to adapt? I have some friends that don't even want to touch chat GBT. They're like, I don't even want to fuck with AI. But then there's that survival. I don't know if it's because I'm a Cuban child of refugees, <laughs> but I have this like survivalist mentality. And I'm like, bro, like, it's not like I'm 80. Like, I don't need to fucking fuck with AI. I'll right. die. Pa la pinga. <laughs> but I I'm in my 30s, bro. So we're still young. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, like, it's like you either adapt or die or get left behind. And God forbid, like, that's where the end. Because let's be real. I just think no one's going to really let go of AI. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's here. It's here. It's going to stay. It's going to continue. They're saying, like, right now, I mean, Google already came out with Bard, mm -hmm. which is in beta. We've been in, we've been invited by the way to participate, and I keep saying no, thank you. And, and Bard, 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 yeah. Bard. It's the their, competitor their chat of ChatGPT. Chat oh, 
and it's getting really intense. And then there's like a ton of other, like there's a program that'll edit your whole podcast for you. So um, by itself. So maybe we're going to be out of a podcast because <laughs> yeah. there's going to be a <laughs> an AI, pero let me tell you. <laughs> you guys are irreplaceable, but it's like, it's, it's happening in the editing world. It's happening in the web design world. Like, and again, it's like, it, I, I myself feel torn because I'm, I have ADHD. I personally have really a really hard time, um, for instance, writing emails or a lot of that stuff that takes up more of my time. Administrative. Oh, uh, yeah, administrative stuff that I wish I could truncate. And now AI is doing that for a lot of people. There's like email services that are AI oriented now that it just knows how to organize your stuff and how to, it starts learning how you write yeah. to certain people. And I don't hate it. I'm going to be honest. That I don't hate because it helps people like me, especially like neurodivergent. I'm bad at time management. Anything administrative, like you said, is really hard for me. So it's a I mean, you, it's a time saver, so I, I can I, pay more attention if, to if being I, creative. If I'm understanding correctly, I think the thing is that we we appreciate it as a supplement, as but a not tool. as a replacement. As a, as a tool to but not help as a replacement. Us, not as a replacement. And I think there needs to be some kind of almost what's the word balance. You know. Uh, well, the government, I think, at some point, is going to step in and yeah. Because at what point are they going to allow the AI shit to take over? You know who's talking about this is once Elon we, Musk. Once we nominate you know, President yeah. say, AI. Say what, say what you will about him, but, you know, the guy knows his stuff, especially with technology and stuff. And, you know, he's he's very concerned about AI. Um, yeah, he's very, a dumbass, but he's right about that one. Yeah, Listen, no, when the computers make Elon Musk look like he has a personality, we're on we're, trouble. Like, the <laughs> fact that him, of all people, is like terrified of ai and he's been warning people like yo we need to slow down the rollout and but i do know that there has been a sort of slow rollout like they are holding back from giving us everything but they're saying like but look where we are with the slow with the what with a slow rollout look how look you know i mean look, look, look how advanced we are it's going pretty fast because you yeah. said november november so it hasn't even it's been not even six, a year seven months yeah and you know here we are talking about this and that's the slow that's a slow I mean, yeah, they're saying, like, chat GBT right now is what the first, like, iPhone 1 was. Yeah. Look what, look what iPhone 14 can do now compared to the first iPhone. So it's like, coño, what is BARD and chat GBT and all these AI programs going to be like five years from now? Not even two years from five now. Five years from now. What is going to happen? And so, again, my survival brain is like... I want to learn as much as I can just so that I know how to protect myself. That's what I, that's my advice to people. That's fair. Like just learn about it, watch videos, go on the Reddit threads, because I think if you're refusing entirely to learn about it, you might get screwed over. Right. Yeah. You can't fight without educating yourself. You have to educate yourself about yeah. it. And that's like in any case yeah, with yeah. anything, like I don't fucking care. I hate Trump. <laughs> I'm about to lose all my fans. <laughs> it's fine. Um, You're in a safe space here. <laughs> I hate Trump, but we all had to learn about him and, and, and what's going on with the Republican Party. Like, you have to, like, you have to, it's like ammunition. Yeah. yeah. Right. To prepare yourself and to fight and to protect yourself and your loved ones. So it's the same thing, I think, with AI. Because, again, I hear so many people are resistant to even touching it. And I'm like, just... You don't even have to download it, whatever, but at least watch videos, learn about it. There's plenty of content creators now that their whole shtick is just talking about AI, like they're pros about it.
oh yeah, you learn a lot already. They will tell you about all the apps that are out and they this app does this, this app does that. What's crazy is one guy was saying that even when it comes to romantic relations, we're getting to that point. We're dating AIs now? Yes. That what? We're yes. going to date AIs. It's going to get oh. to the point that there's going to be AI that's going to be more attractive, more understanding of your needs. You're going to be emotionally attached to Emotionally your AI. attached to the AI more than a regular regular old human and and that's the thing too that everyone like a lot of people are talking but about. But can AI give you a massage? Mira, they're building all those robots, bro. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Like Japanese the, sex robots are number one, babe. They're out like there. they're out there. They it, 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 we don't even Orita know. Ahorita Megan is going to be it's going to be like I mean and she learned very quickly, so. Yeah. Y también there's there's talks about like there's going to be situations contractually where for instance it already happened with mel gibson you know mel gibson porecito like he has the dementia going on and he signed a contract saying that they can continue to use him in ai form really until even after he dies oh wow and so they're saying that people are going to be able to exist in the ai world after their death if they so wish so meryl will never stop winning oscars yes Mira, that's sort of, I mean, it's something very different, but that's sort of like what they did with ABBA because ABBA did that whole oh, yeah, the, the hologram um, thing, CGI yeah. hologram thing. And oh, they, yeah, they've done it with Tupac and yeah. No, but, but ABBA put on like a full tour. Like they built a whole thing in Europe um, and they put they, on a whole concert. They released a new album. They released a new album. And when you go see ABBA perform now, you're not really seeing ABBA. They went into a studio with like mocap and they did the whole thing and they, they basically recorded themselves doing the movements without of the having thing. a tour. Without having a tour. And it's a residency in, in the UK yeah. and you go to the ABBA and there's it, the arena. music is played, there's a live band. <laughs> right. So it's not like all pre recorded. There is a live ¿Qué está pasando, band. You guys, I'm surprised it's not a flying car. Like, yeah. That's the one thing we're not getting. We're not getting no goddamn flying no, cars. I'm glad. No, no, we can't even drive regular cars. Yeah. No, 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 how long has it been? No, I've seen how much you like to how much you like to let that needle fall close to the E. Oh. So the last thing I need is for a car <laughs> to fall out of the sky. Uh -huh. Because no, no, I can make it. I got three miles. People you know? with ADHD especially should not be driving flying cars. Um, <laughs> okay, we have that issue with the driving on empty. Okay. It's, it's getting insane. I know it's getting insane. Well, you know what? Let's move on to like a little bit. Something you know, less we're insane. With Jenny, and here we are talking sure, about like doomsday. Pero me imagínate. <laughs> what else do we talk about these days? Millennials have gone through a lot of shit. But yeah. anyway, yeah. <laughs> There's like a timeline of like. Yeah, can we stop condensing all these once in a lifetime events in the last two years? Trauma. Yeah, like <laughs> Estamos mal. <laughs> a lot of this would be a good time to you know if you're thinking about a college career go into psychology you know it's it's a good time to AI is gonna take care of that too don't worry uh, the, the, no the, they already <laughs> said yeah that one person used AI and they said that the AI gave them better advice than their therapist wow the overlord the overlords are here well then it's a thing. Ahorita, ahorita we're going to wind up in potato sacks and those goopy things in the Matrix. Okay. So you're talking about Wally. <laughs> Why? I refuse I just to not be say, able to touch my toes like that. I just want to say that Wally is one of the most underrated Pixar movies there are. 100%. I just, I said it. Oh my God, yes. I said it. <laughs> but watch it, watch it, and you'll see that we're actually headed there. When we saw Wally, we were like, I get cute. That would never happen. And here we are. 
Oh my oh, god! You know, by the way, that since we're talking to you now today and we're we're chatting it up, uh huh. So, be happy that you're living in a state where your governor is in and fighting <laughs> with Disney. <laughs> Pero come mierda, got married at Disney. He did. Eso me da una risa. He did. But you know what? But you know what? Though? That makes me laugh you know what, more. Though? It was you. Him getting married at Disney was a, a little taste of things to come because allegedly he said that when they got married at Disney, he agreed to it with the condition that they wouldn't take a picture with Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And I'm like, who the hell takes up, gets married at Disney? In all fairness, that's what my was his day. beef, bro? That's my day. I don't want you to pull focus. No, because they always <laughs> they always have like the cute thing that like when the couples marry and Dan doing their first dance, you know, Minnie and Mickey come and oh, they that's like, a thing? yeah, and they comes and you know they they interrupt. Well, no, he says that he didn't want to. He's like, my wife and her family are big Disney fans, and I, I did it to be a gentleman and. I can't, I can't. He's too puffy to be a gentleman. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago in the episode about the whole fight with Disney. And I was like, oh yeah, Florida's going to be underwater. Our insurance rates are like quadrupling and you're fighting with Mickey Mouse. I just don't understand these men who think they're so manly. They do not come off that way in any way. I'm like, dude, you are whack. You are picking a fight with a fucking theme park while your residents in Fort Lauderdale are like, yeah. On a fucking boat yeah. to get to their destination because it's still... How, yeah. how is Fort Lauderdale right now? Fort Lauderdale as it's Atlantis a, now. It, it, it was still... There was still... Yeah. Because, what? Because there were pockets of like Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach that... Well, there was general flooding, but obviously the flooding receded after a few days. But then there were like little pockets of people who still had like three, four feet of water in their house. Y no hizo nada. Because that's nada. Been- he was in China. He was in China, and then he was in other parts of the country. Um, camp, no, pero you know, mira, you know what? Ahí lo que fallaron were the flood victims, and I'll tell you why. All those flood victims for Lauderdale had to do was literally just go to Wilton Manors, grab one drag queen, and have her stand in the flood, and DeSantis would have taken action. He would have action. shown up immediately. Right, right. Because See, nothing, you have to think nothing outside is the box. more terrifying than, than, a, a than, than balls and pantyhose. What a dumb... Es que me da una roña, bro. I'm... I don't know how y'all are doing. I ask uh, every day. I'm like, what are my progressive friends in Florida thinking today? Because every other day there's something else that happens. She's like, what are my progressive friends in Florida? Well, I, as I was telling you, I work progressive politics. Yes, in bless Florida, you. So you know, I survived the 2020 election, and you know, oh. and look, I would tell you that at the end of the day, just like anything else, you sort of have to have a sense of humor about it, even though I don't know what's more doomsday, that or uh, AI. AI. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that, like, you you can't you can't stop. You have to keep fighting for it. I will say this. I think that, especially with our governor, um, I think there are a lot of people who, um, even no matter what their political affiliations are, even if they supported him, are sort of getting fed up with him because when he passed that whole open carry, open carry yeah. uh, bill the other day or a couple of weeks ago, a lot of people that supported him were pissed. Like, pissed. That, like, we're not going to vote for him again. See, but you know what they're going to vote for? Trump. I don't know. In terms of the presidency, <laughs> but all. Can the AI speed up and just become president already? <laughs> like, I mean, just, Can what? The AI just become president already? <laughs> I mean, I'm for AI. I'm At voting for point, AI. An AI writing president? candidate. A writing candidate. Let's all write in AI. And, and the, 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 the face Jarvis. of AI yes. should be at the. 
uh, I See Dead People. Um, Haley Joel Osment? Yes, because he did that movie AI. I remember uh, seeing yes. that in theaters. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. What is he doing? I mean, he'll be he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's he was, true. He's really funny. Um, yeah, bro, I don't know. It's like... I have been hearing that, though, that people are now getting really disappointed in, yeah. in DeSantis. Yeah. Pero... It'll, I, I think know, the, the disappointment will will increase or continue to creep up once all of those two to three hundred percent insurance hikes yeah kick in and nothing is done about it. You know, unfortunately, Ooh. people people don't start caring about things until, about, until it starts hitting until their it pocket. affects them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once it hits my bank yes. account, oh, now I'm paying attention. Right. right? So I, I think that's going to be. I'm not saying it's going to change everybody's mind, but it will be a deciding factor if, if nothing is done about yeah. it. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, there's all this talk, especially from Cubans in Florida, like, oh, the Democrats are the second coming of Castro. Okay. It's meanwhile, true. Nancy Pelosi looks great in a beret. <laughs> <laughs> Pero meanwhile, you got this motherfucker who's banning books in the same way Fidel did. And I don't know how these people continue to make excuses. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. For the Republican Party, that they talk about freedom this and freedom that. I'm like, this is not freedom. You're banning fucking drag queens, which is an art form. You're banning books. And not just, like, they're banning, there was a book that was banned that was called Abuelita. And it was just because it had Spanish words in it. There was nothing political. There was nothing. Oh in no! It. I hope you're not banned. <laughs> Let him try. I will. Although, I will. although I have to tell you, now that we're talking about you know conservatives and and your characters, I think that it's uh, Olga. Olga. And uh, uh, come on, uh, Coral Gables, like Coral Gables. Gloria. 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 Who's my favorite? I think she probably leans a little red. Of course she does. Yeah. I mean, she's 100%. A hundred percent. She swears. Um, 
But meanwhile, I feel like Gloria, though, is at a point where she's like, she leans conservative fiscally. <laughs> but because I wish she I had has a camera two gay-ass like... kids, she's starting to learn. I love it. Love... So that's what I'm saying. Cuando le conviene. I she love the, one, the time she's like, you're going on a Royal Caribbean cruise. <laughs> She is honestly based on a couple people I knew in Miami, and they were so petty and dumb for no reason. Like always one-upping and like, I she I, went to bed. I she went to St. Brendan. This one went to Lords, and I'm like, who gives a fuck, lady? <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. But that is very real. <laughs> I know, and that's why I make fun of it. It's not an yeah. exaggeration. She's not making it up. No. Like, you're just amplifying it. No, these yeah. are real people. Yeah. These are real situations. And not by like, much. <laughs> my mom had a friend who was like that, who... A family friend for a very long time. We don't talk to her anymore for obvious reasons, so now I make fun of her through my character, but... <laughs> Don't fuck with comedians. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Because you will be. You won't get the last word. The last day. And so she would be like that. She'd be like, oh, Jenny went to St. Brandon. Mm. Bueno, my Giovanni went to Belen. You know, mm -hmm. like, like, like just going to a private Catholic school wasn't enough. You had to go to like Gulliver Prep right. or like Una Gozasi. So my kid goes to public school. Um, Good for he, him. He goes to a great school. Uh, I went to public school uh, all the way through, and there's, you know, he, 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 I love his school. I can't tell you how many people are like, ay, pero niño tuyo va a la escuela pública. And I'm like, yes. They act, like, what do they think it is? Yes. Do they think it's like a grimy alleyway? Well, that's where the groomers and the drag queens are. Up <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, my kid's school's in Kendall. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> Dude, I had the biggest drug dealers that went to my private Catholic school. Oh, we know. That's where we public school kids got our drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Because their parents had... It's funny because I talk about going to private Catholic school and people assume I come from money. I'm like, no. First of all, St. Brendan was the cheaper of the Catholic schools, but my mom had holes in her clothes. Like, I need to put my daughters through private school. So she sac like my parents sacrificed so much. So all the money went to that. But we didn't have any like college savings, like nothing like that. Pero like, la niña iba a una escuela católica. Yes. And especially since you were a girl, la niña. I think that was mainly it too. It's like a thing with like la niña, like, oh, they need to go to a private school. They're going to be more protected there. Um, my, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> You because know. nothing ever happens there. At all. No, no. Especially, there's no there, putería. No, Absolutely there, nothing not. ever goes wrong when there's a priest around children. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> bueno, there was an escándalo with my priest. ¿Cuál? Father Nixie. I think I remember Saint this. St. Brendan. I, think I, I remember, remember this. I remember that yeah. they put like a whole thing, we support him in the front. Yeah. And then he died mysteriously, and that was very bizarre. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he died in like a hotel. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. okay, well, this took a turn. <laughs> Yikes. Um, we came to Burbank to get dark, bitches. But yeah, no, no, that, that's a very Miami thing. That's a very, the one-upping thing. That's a very Miami thing. And telling Keeping people, up with the Joneses. Yeah. 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 Garcia. Garcia. Get Jones. Get Jones. Get Jones. What, what's an aristocratic, you know, Cuban name? Aristocrats. I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Bueno, Navarro, you know, because yeah, the they own the pharmacies. Yeah, I guess that's why. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very, you know, who's renting a house? Who has an efficiency? Who has this car? Who has this purse? 
that's what I hated because I, I always say that it sounds like an oxymoron, but I'm like, I was a I was a poor kid in a private school. So I I really didn't enjoy myself other than the fact that they had really good arts programs and that's what oh, that's saved me. Um, but other than that, I was surrounded by a majority of really vain, materialistic people. Um, especially the girls, you know, they were all about like, who has a real Fendi or a Louis Vuitton or like, oh, that girl has a fake blah, blah, boop, 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 boop. Mm-hmm. And like, who's going to the regatta and who's doing this in someone's yacht and snorting cocaine off of guesayos, you know. And me being a fucking nerd, like I would just go to my friends' houses and play video games. And all my friends were public school, except like a couple friends. I, I'm still good friends with a, a few people from St. Brendan. There's always someone. But yeah. everyone else that I know, no. All my best friends all went to public school. My husband went to Killian. Yeah. It's funny because I didn't even date anybody at St. Brendan. Like, all my boyfriends were from public school. Yeah. And even public school people were shocked when they'd find out that I went to private school. I'm like, well, I take that as a compliment. And I'm not shitting on all private schools. It's just Miami specifically. It's your experience. It's my experience, but a Miami private school is like, But 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 you know what? I think it's not even so much... I th- well, I didn't go to private school, so I, I don't have your experience, but I don't even think so much it's like the school, it's the mindset that comes yeah, with it's not, the it's school. It's not the school, it's 100% the mindset, and let's be honest, it's the, a lot of the parents' fault. Yeah. Because some of the worst students, they a lot of them had these very bougie, rich, stuck-up, Tia Gloria-esque parents, and, I mean, where else are they learning this shit from? So, that's just not in me. Right. Like, I... I don't like, you know, saying, I mean, no me gusta eso. And I think that's why I make fun of it so much in my videos because, or even the whole, like, no digas nada, niña. Porque la gente, I am 36 years old, never been pregnant. Knock on every, I'm going to get up right now and knock on all the trees. There's wood behind you. There's wood behind you. <laughs> She's walking to Home Depot just to, to knock on wood. <laughs> I just bought a sander. Um, <laughs> for no reason. I'm an impulse shopper, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best impulse buy ever. <laughs> just like, I just walked to Home Depot, bought a sander, bought a sander. It was on sale. Um, anyway, I say this because I remember I've always had stomach issues. Like right, like now I have Crohn's. I've always had tripa issues, and I remember in my abuela's house, <laughs> tripa issues. This should just be in a commercial for Pepto Bismol. You have tripa issues. You have tripa issues. Can you tell I have ADHD? Anyway, so. <laughs> Do you have tripa issues? <laughs> Drink this nasty pink shit, I think and you'll feel all I think, better. I think your next sketch just was born here. Yeah, this is a sketch. Pepto Bismol, hire me, thanks. Um, I actually just got a brand deal with Preparation H. Anyway, tripa está saliendo. Exactly. <laughs> That's like the other end of the, of the spectrum. But I remember I was like, when I would feel a little nauseated at my abuela's house, and I'd be like, abuela, tengo nausea. In her house, we didn't live in apartments, it was a house in Westchester, Bird Road in 92nd. Oh, heart of it. Uh, The heart of it, like right across Bird Bowl. And my abuela would freak out because I said nausea inside the house at a normal volume. She'd be like, ay, niña, no diga eso porque los vecinos van a pensar que está embarazada. Because because you were nauseous. Yes. First of all, none of these motherfuckers have bionic hearing. <laughs> Second of all, 
Is that literally what they're going to think first? You know, Jenny, I knew she looked like a puta. She's definitely <laughs> pregnant. Instead of thinking I have indigestion. Te lo dije, te lo dije. Sluts get nauseous. It was funny that everyone else in my block got knocked up at a very young age. I'm going to just keep it real. Todo mundo. La hija de so, I'm not going to say names, but... But the difference is that they didn't have nausea. They kept it under wraps. No, 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 they kept it under wraps. And here I am in my 30s, childless and wonderful. And... But I, I, no digas nada, niña, porque la gente va a empezar que está embarazada. And I'm like, who gives a shit? And then, like, when I got Crohn's, it was the same thing. Like, no digas nada, porque que van a empezar la gente. I'm like, listen, we eat like shit in this country. Everyone's shitting their pants. I'm not the only dumbass with IBS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Por favor. I'm sorry. I'm so tired of this come mierdería. Like, no That's why nada. now she has a sponsorship with hemorrhoids. <laughs> Give me all the butt cream commercials. I don't give a fuck. I'm actually dying to be one of those commercials that's like, enough, Crohn's. And I'm sitting on a toilet. Because they only hire actors with the actual condition for those commercials. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I work So I told my managers, I'm like, if there's anything about tripas, just, I don't give a fuck. I'll be in those commercials. Flying a it. kite or something. Jenny is the Spanish face of Crohn's. <laughs> Some Cuban representation for one. Because you know a lot of Cubans have Crohn's disease. Of course, and we yeah. just don't and know it. And irritable bowel disease. Yeah, no, but they probably think it's just those chicharrones. Yeah. Like, Doesn't help. Um, there's a little girl waving at us. I don't know who's waving. <laughs> She's okay. waving. Okay. Why not? It's Orpin? LA. Everyone's yeah. really friendly. They are. You have friendly. I, I, we were talking yesterday <laughs> to, to uh, uh, Eddie. To Eddie from Yum Yum Foodie. And, you know, obviously I've been driving a lot here uh, with my GPS. So I've had to make turns and, you know, and all that all of a sudden. And <laughs> I've had to, you know, quote unquote, cut people off. And nobody's honked at me. Nobody's no. like, you know, rammed their car into, you know, the car. And I'm like, oh my gosh. See, I, I even like told him, I'm like, nobody's honked at us. All the, you people know, we've done a lot blinkers. of blinkers. Yes. Yeah. They stop at stop signs. Yes. People, yeah. People here are definitely better drivers. There's not a lot of speed racers. Yeah. The car culture, actually Burbank has a specific car culture, which a lot of times you'll see Jay Leno because he collects like classic yeah. cars and he lives in Burbank. So los viejo, like old white dudes will just drive their little fucking like classics. Cruising. Pero it's rare when you see someone speeding, cutting people off. People rarely honk. Um, it took me a while to get used to <laughs> because I was like, Uh, I have like PTSD from Miami drivers just honking at you for nothing. Um, but it's funny because if you talk to an Angelino, they're like, oh my God, we're the worst drivers. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. It's because no maybe they come from like a random small town. Yeah, from and Iowa, like, oh my God, right? we're like the worst here. Yeah. I'm like, no, honey, you wouldn't last a day in Miami. Like, would not last a day. So tell us, you know, since you've, you know, you're born and raised in Miami and you've lived here. You've lived here already about 10 years? Almost, eight years. Yeah. And so what do you think are the similarities between L.A. and Miami? There are a lot of Latinos, a lot of Spanish speakers, um, but from different country, obviously. So instead of Caribbean culture, it's mostly like Central and, and Mexican. So like Salvadorian, Mexican. Miami's definitely more of a melting pot with like a lot of South American nationalities, and obviously the Caribbean. Um, it's still cool because it's, it's like a different type of melting pot out here. There's a lot of Armenians. There's a lot of Asian people. 
which in Miami I barely had any Asian friends because yeah. it, it was just more rare yeah, for some reason. Vocal. Miami was mostly you're either white, you're black, or you're Caribbean or South American. Um, so out here I've made friends, you know, made friendships with people from different parts of the world that I had never had that opportunity um, in in Miami. What's funny though is that me and my husband talk about this all the time. Armenians are just like Miami people, like Miami Cubans. And it's so crazy because it's such different like parts of the globe. But not only do they look like us, <laughs> but it's like similar attitudes. Like especially yeah, really? Los Viejo, like old Armenian men are like very similar. And that mean like they're Trumpy. Are they late? I don't know about that, but they're very like machita. Okay, okay. See, so there's like that like, and like the, even the young guys remind me of like the papi chulo like fucking guys you see in Miami. Uniel. Like the Uniels. Yeah. So, sometimes I'll see, in our, like now I'm more used to it, but I used to think a lot of people that I bump into that were Arminian were Latino. Oh, because okay. they look a lot okay. like Cubans. Like, they look a lot like Miami Cubans. Uh, so, it's cool really chains. fascinating to see, like, the similarities in our cultures and stuff. Um, what else? The traffic. Yeah, like, there's tra obviously there's traffic here. You can't live without a car. Just like Miami, you have to have a car. There are beaches. Um, with a bonus of mountains. Um, ding, ding, ding. Bonus. <laughs> bonus of mountains. Level up. Um, Gema. It's like, I, again, I, I'm at a point now that I really don't go out much at night. Like, L.A. is definitely more of an arts place. So people will go out late to watch comedy shows and stuff like that. It's not really known for its, like, clubbing and nightlife like Miami is yeah. it has its nightlife and like the queer scene is the best my favorite area is to go to WeHo <laughs> going tonight yeah <laughs> because it's like everyone is just fucking like who, I mean it's, LA in general is like a city where you can just be whoever you are yeah dress however you want like no one really judges you I felt more judged in Miami mm -hmm. for any stupid little thing and it was like okay like one time I was like at a cosplay event and it wasn't anywhere. It was like in the summer. And this one guy was like, it's not Halloween, bro. I'm like, whoa, what are this? Like, you know, yeah. like, fuck, I can't fucking dress up any other time of the year. That's not right. Halloween. So that's here, a very Miami attitude. Yeah, it's like it's like people here just weird or more. They allow themselves to be weird and creative and gay as shit. And no one no one cares. Yeah. And so it's more of like an accepting place. I think unless you've lived here, I know that L.A. gets a lot of hate, I think, because people think, oh, no, it's L.A., it's Hollywood, it's where all the celebrities are, so it must be, like, super fake and materialistic. But I felt like Miami was more materialistic. I think, I think from, I mean, I haven't lived in L.A. I mean, I've been here several times, but I haven't lived here. I think probably the whole fakery thing that, you you know, yes. L.A. is known for, that's probably true within yes. certain factions. Yes, it is. Especially you know, in the entertainment industry. In the entertainment 100%. business. But in terms of your everyday person. Your everyday person. It's not. Whereas in Miami, chill. your everyday person, again, what we were talking about, uh, you know, eh, Gloria, <laughs> Tia Gloria. And, you know. It's very judgy. Tia Gloria is a character, it's but Tia Gloria judgy. is very true. Like, they, everybody knows somebody like that. And it's the one-upping and who has a bmw you know as i always say miami where you live in efficiency but you drive a bmw bro <laughs> you know <laughs> it's it's very much about like what you own what you have i think especially with gen z taking over the culture out here now is more like thrifting and 
And I think that's happening across the U.S. in general, just like recycling clothes instead of buying. But I feel like I can go dressed however mm -hmm. or even without makeup and stuff and I don't feel judged like no one cares. Yeah. And um, customer service is nicer here too. Oh, wow, well, wow, well, wow, well, wow. Well. Listen, compared to Miami, that just means it exists. That it's <laughs> You know, I always say, I mean listen, listen, listen. I always, I, okay. I, I, I love it. It, it. It's a warm feeling to get una vieja cubana giving you customer service. No, that's service. my favorite. You know, I, I, I love it for all the wrong reasons. Like, I don't get mad at it. I don't get mad at it. Mira, the best example I have was some years ago, I was at the Walgreens in Hialeah on 49th and 16th. So in the heart of Hialeah. Y parece that they had put in a new, like a new system to ring up people. Yeah, and the lady's name was Mirta. It was even perfect. Of course it was Mirta. It was Mirta. And she was there like, I. Este sistema nuevo, ay, mándame la muerte, Dio. Like, so <laughs> dramatic. And just so giving everybody the side eye, like, oh. And, and it's I'm almost like, like they don't want to do their jobs. Yeah. I'm like, girl, I get it. I worked many retail jobs <laughs> in Miami. I've been there, done that. Yeah. But no, it's but true. Like, they, they act like they don't want to be there. Yeah. No, see, I, I said this story, I think, last week with Eddie. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were, I forget who it was that we were, they were coming to over to the studio to do a podcast episode. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go get uh, oh, yeah. some patelitos and croquetas. But, you know, it was like 7 o'clock at night. So, you know, the bakeries, yeah, have run low at right. that moment. There isn't a lot of selection left. So I go in and I I tell the lady, oh, me da 10 pastelitos de queso. Before I finish the sentence, she's like, no quedan. Or there was like she three. just wanted no, to tell you like so three. badly. She's like, Quedan na She was like, I know, I know. She didn't let me finish the sentence. She didn't want to. But then her co worker heard her, No, Amiri, ay, ay, atrae mai. She's like, Come on. She had to walk 15 feet to get patalitos. And I don't get mad at that. I'm like, you yeah. thought she was going into the I mines. I like when I get the sweet Cuban ladies that are like, mi cielo y mi cariño. Right. And I'm like, ay. Yeah. But then you, but even the young people though. Because yeah, like these crotchety viejas, God bless them. But then there's like people my age or younger. And like a few years back, David and I went to like fucking some grill place in Kendall. And we were just the only people there. And we're just staring at the girl behind the counter. She took forever to acknowledge our existence. She wasn't doing anything. And she like notices us. She's like, "What do you want?" Yeah. I was like, "Um, yeah, we we'd like to order a sandwich." You know, like we ordered our food, but the whole time she had like this weird attitude, like that we were inconveniencing her at her place of business. <laughs> Miami International Airport. Like customer service doesn't matter if you're going to PacSun or a Cuban bakery or oh, a funny one was Puerto Rican. And again, if you're listening and you're not from Miami. Miami's first language is Spanish. So they expect you to speak Spanish. They don't give a fuck what you look like. So Puerto Pical, through the drive-thru, and this was when I was already vegan. Now they have these, like, veggie bowls. And now they have impossible meat. But this is before that, anyway. But they had the veggie bowls. And I'm forgetting the, the, the name for it, but it's like, a, yeah, it's a bowl. And so through the drive-thru with my mom, they're like, ¿Qué tú quieres ordenar? <laughs> And I say it, you know, we say it in Spanish. See, the bowl, whatever. Con carne? No, sin carne. Con pollo, viste? Sin carne. She, the lady refused to, to accept the fact that I was ordering this without meat. Okay? 
And then she gave me the wrong thing anyway. <laughs> She was like, mira, yo pasé mucho trabajo en Cuba que no había carne. Pero esta, esta come mierda. But that's like, este, what is it? My, my big fat Greek wedding. Yes. Which is like, you know, oh, he's vegetarian. I make lamb. I make lamb. I make lamb. Like, yeah, or like a lot of Cuban, like, pero, okay, pero tú comes pescado. I'm like, lady, pero que tú crees que pescado, what do you think pescado is? No. A broccoli yeah. head? It's a fucking animal. It's meat. They don't think that fish is meat. It's super weird. I'm like, no. I don't eat that. Oh my God. Um... I love it. So wait, so you left Pollo Tropical without your veggie bowl? So te, te quedaste con hambre. Se quedó con las ganas. I don't remember. I just, I just know I was so frustrated. I feel, though, that you, um, I mean, I know you go back to home, you know, in, with some frequency. Yeah. But I feel that you need to go back to, like, recharge your batteries in terms of content, you know? Oh, my God. We're dying to go back just to, sh like, me and Kevin's dream is to go for, like, a few weeks or even... It's like, imagine that it's tough with work out here, right, like, yeah, yeah. but at least two weeks for shooting purposes, you know, and filming with different people mm -hmm. and, and getting to film at the locations. Like we're dying, we're dying to do that. Well, I will tell you whenever you're in town, if you need a location, if you need, I mean, it's a one bedroom, but if the Gloria needs a place in the Gables, you know, you know. Maybe that I, you can use my apartment. Thank you. Uh, you the Gloria wouldn't stay with me. I live in Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> I've told you this before. I want Tia Gloria to have a spinoff. No. Who's going to watch that fucking thing? <laughs> Me. <laughs> but you know what? That's... That I, you know why? Because I feel that your other characters are endearing right. and they're warm. Tia Gloria is that type of character that you like to hate. That it's like... You just have to make sure that the people around her <laughs> are, are doing the heavy lifting of making you want to come back. Right, right. I Give, mean... One of, you know, giving her her comeuppance or The whatever, reason why Tia yeah. Gloria is fun for me is because... There's a lot of, I mean, aside from the writer's strike and everything, there's been so many issues in Hollywood specifically. And I learned this through not only my experience with pitching shows and having countless meetings with all kinds of folks in the industry, but also having Latino friends who are showrunners and TV writers. And everyone has all these horror stories. Okay. The Hollywood execs are afraid of making Latinos look bad. And so... Everything has to be watered down for general audience because they think no one's going to watch it if it's like super specific and whatever. But at the same time, everyone has to be hella woke and progressive. If you look at shows like Que Pasa USA, Luis Santero is a progressive Cuban, the creator of the show. Shout out. The best. And you can tell because if you go back and watch the show, he touched upon so many hard-hitting topics like homophobia, yep. racism, um, double standards between men and women. and But he did it in a very smart way. It didn't feel like you were being preached at. And he allowed the characters to be flawed. You have to. Like the dad being like machita and not letting his wife work and like wanting Joe to lose his virginity but Camencita couldn't go out. And like, and wasn't the, Pepe was gay in real life. He was. That's yeah, that's, what, so. that's yeah. what we've heard. He's always been very personal about it. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay, so yeah. you can take but, that out. But right. but it was it was re really it was rather progressive. It yeah. Taught, but again, like oh my god, I'll never forget this one episode where Carmen had like a study buddy who was black and she was interested the in dating friend. him. Yes. The computer friend. The computer friend who also had beef with Joe, with Joe, her brother. Yep. And 
the whole time the abuelos are freaking out that she has this black guy there that's like potential romantic interest and they start hiding shit yeah. yep. because they think he's gonna steal yeah, say, like, gallo, el cuadro. yes <laughs> and then but then his his black mother would come over and she had her own prejudices against cubans because again this was during a time where cubans were starting to come yeah. into the u.s and a lot of south floridians were not about it reminder to the cubans and so sorry and so you know and then at the the funniest thing to me about the end was that Joe's best friend who's a black Cuban shows up and the American black guy's like, "Wait a second. How come you're okay with him and not me?" And then Joe turns to his friend, he's like, "He's not black, he's Cuban." That was the realest fucking shit. Yeah. And and the yeah. thing is you 100%. learn you learn your lessons about racism and all this stuff through comedy and you have to allow the characters to be flawed yeah i think that that's where the key is that like when pepe would say anything that was like misogynistic or racist or, or even homophobic you knew that he was wrong like it, it was set up in a way that you knew that he was the flawed character and it and and in in And it was funny. It was funny. It was relatable. Right. And and it was always like he was a flawed character. Juana was like the voice of reason. Right. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? You know. Right. right. Um. And and it was like that in like so many topics. And you know, yeah. it's funny because a lot of the things that they discussed in that show. I mean, I just think that Que Pasa USA, in terms of especially Cuban comedy, is the holy grail. Like it's the holy grail, nothing, man. Nothing, nothing has ever come close. No. And, and the thing with the Capasta you say is that it captured a place and time. Right. It captured Miami in the 70s and the 80s. That experience. And and what it was. And it But they did it right, man. And that's like that's how you do comedy. And so I wanted Tia Gloria to at first feel uncomfortable about Jamie being gay and like letting the family know that he was gay. And then accepting it. And now, I mean, Tia Gloria's had an arc because she's now, like, best friends with Jamie's boyfriend, who happens to be Afro-Nicaraguan. Then we did another episode where um, Tony Rodriguez, who plays Jamie, Tia Gloria's son, he also plays his dad, Rolando, Tia Gloria's estranged husband. And we were scared, but we're like, fuck it, we're going to film this, where he meets Jamie's boyfriend for the first time. And he looks, like, perturbed. And, and Jamie's like, yes, dad, we're gay. Like, fucking deal with it. But the dad didn't have an issue with him being gay. He had an issue with him being Nicaraguan. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And, <laughs> you know, I was scared at first to release something like that. Got no negative comments. Because people knew what we were trying to do. They, everyone has that tío, that dad. You know, Latinos are just like this. And, like, what is comedy without poking fun at the flaws of course of humanity of a culture of whatever so la cosa es que hollywood todavía keeps trying to destroy our stories and like everyone has to be perfect everyone has to be this everyone has to be latinos can't look bad ay, ay. yeah I, i i but I, i feel the same way whenever there's you know some type of like a i don't want to use the word negative but like a quote-unquote you know less than holy uh you know gay character right and people are like oh but the representation blah blah i'm like bro Not everybody who comes out of the closet comes out with a halo. Like, you know, no. some people just suck. Some people suck. You know, like, it doesn't matter like, who you're sleeping you with. You can be black and be you terrible. You can be disabled and yeah. be terrible. You can right. be gay and be terrible. Right. Like, people are just terrible. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you can't just always. And But again, it's that worry of, like, because they've been marginalized for so long, you don't want to That's show a negative 100%. light. But then you're not showing a human being. You're not showing a human being. You're showing a character who, who or a caricature. Who is this for then? 
Right, because I'm not going to watch it because I can't relate to that person. Actual queer people are not going to watch it, right. like you're saying. And, and or, or I'm not, Latinos are not going to watch it because they're like, I don't know what this no. caricature of a human being no. is supposed to be. White people aren't going to watch it because they really don't relate to it. So then who's supposed and to come like to the so table? And it's like so watered down that it's not like specific enough for white people to enjoy it. Right. And so it, it's a freaking mess. It's a mess. And yeah. so a part of me is like, I'll just... You know, I'm I'm gonna keep fighting the good fight and try to sell for TV, todo eso. Pero I gotta keep with the digital stuff well, I because mean, that's we, where we always, we always I mean we always tell you how much you we love what you've done because I mean first of all you've done it on your own like nobody gave you ain't a no nepo baby nobody, here babes oh, you know no. you you <laughs> built you built this like <laughs> kind of world of characters and all that that everybody loves on your you know on your own and it's evolved and you know that says a lot about the Miami struggle you know hustle you know yes <laughs> and the cuban hustle the latin hustle you know whatever you want to call it but i mean it, it is a thing because you created your own path yeah you really did yeah that's what a lot of people have to do these days is the thing things are getting so much more difficult um i think in every aspect like not just entertainment industry that you gotta kind of like learn multiple trades and have as many tools in your belt as possible okay it's truly a survival thing at this point it's not like what it's not what things used to be and now you hear like gen z like they i thought millennials were like that but gen z's even more like they'll quit a job in like a month if they, you know they hop from job to job now it's more frequent that it's very rare to find someone who's been in the same job or same company 20 years for like a long time yeah. it's more rare to see that's something we saw with like our parents generation but I think we're all just kind of fed up. <laughs> yeah, that if you had a good job, you took whatever, you, you know, no, you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you didn't ask for a raise. You saw, and of course, I was more common with minorities. Yeah, because that's it's true. like, oh, be, you know, get be the, happy that this is what you're getting, get the you know. And, yeah. um, and it still exists hardcore, in the, especially in the entertainment industry. Like, oh, just take it, you know, whatever. But oh, people are starting to, you know, be more vocal, yeah. and fighting back. Yeah, as they should. Well. As we wrap up, yeah, you know you are beloved by many, especially by us. And so we end every episode with a last soda for somebody who's just kicking ass and taking names and doing the, the good fight. And I think it's been very clear this entire episode that you keep doing that. So we're going to give you our last soda for this week's episode. It's, sodas for Jenny. Sodas for Jenny. I mean, <laughs> and all her characters. I mean, I will say you know, we were talking. We were talking earlier. You know, you, you're you're a Hoopinia queen, so we're gonna give you a Hoopinia. Thank you. We're gonna give. You, actually, you know what? We know a guy. So we'll see. That's one of the. That's one of the classic cars driving of off. Yeah. Yeah, but probably you know, some old white dude, seventy five hey, or something. It was a Datsun. I haven't it seen was, one yeah, of those in a, in a while. <laughs> he probably took it off the lot of the studio somewhere. Okay, I guess they <laughs> Yeah, he's probably like an exec. But. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you and, for, wanna, and, and, and thank you for everything you do. Like, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I want to like, tell you one last thing. Thank you for everything. I want to tell you one last thing as we uh, close the episode. I had sent you this via a DM uh, last year when it happened, but I'll, you know, I'll tell you again on the show. My grandmother passed away last year, and my grandmother was and is like the love of my life. Like, it's just like this warm, you know, thing of abuela. And, you know, you're obviously, I always liked your character of abuela, but after she passed like it meant so much more because like i know your character obviously was based on your grandmother and you've sort of kept her alive you know yeah. with those that that without ai without <laughs> ai yes and and i think that for all for those of us who had that you know grandmother that abuela that warm you know oh 
beautiful love. It's it sort of, you see it now and it, or I see it now and it takes like, a, it means something a little bit different. So thank you for that because, you know, all of us have had, had, you know, such great abuelas and abuelos, you know, yeah. I think that, that, I mean, as I said, Gloria is my favorite, but abuela is like the one that really, you know, touches your heart and, you know, oh, all of our you, grandmothers, man. we see all of our grandmothers in, in your, in your That's what I really hope to do. And I'm, I still it's still weird to think about how Abuela even blew up the way she did, but I take character acting very seriously. I feel like even, I, you know, because for a long time I was worried. I'm like, who's going to pay attention to a, like a 30-year-old? And back when I started her, I was still in my late 20s. I'm like, who's going to pay attention to this? Like, I'm not really an old woman. Like, who's going to really? But oh, let me tell you, like, so many people. Did I just say your podcast name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But let me tell you, that you did. On, and she, that was and not she even on saved purpose? it till the end. But <laughs> let me tell you that a lot of folks have told me the same thing. And they'll hire me for cameos. You know that app, Cameo? And they'll be like, my abuela passed away and I just graduated college. And I want the abuela character to congratulate me because my abuela can't like... Yeah. And it's God, really cry. it's really intense. Wow. It's it's very intense and I think that's why I don't want to stop playing her because it's more than a comedy thing at this point. Um I'm just glad that people trust me enough to represent that for them despite knowing that I'm not really an abuela, you know what I mean? People know Vicky Lawrence wasn't really mama's right. age, so. She wasn't mama's age and again, they know that I'm channeling my real abuela, so mm -hmm. I'm not Again, I don't like to treat my characters as caricatures. They're people. Yeah, right. they're so, based on real people and real experiences. Real so, yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you so much, man. No, yeah, it really did. I I DM'd you all about that because, like, I remember, I you know, my, my grandmother was ninety four. So, I mean, it's it, the course Plus. of life. But it's something that you never really no, you are able for. to no, to at all. Grapple, and you know you feel a loneliness and an emptiness that like you know um and uh -huh. i remember seeing one of i even forgot which one it was one of the random abuela uh, sketches shortly a few days after and i'm like oh it hit differently it hit so differently now than it would have you know a couple of weeks ago and i was like wow that's that's when you know something is really good when it, it's able to evoke that. So oh, thank man. you for that. Thank so, you so much. That means a lot. Bueno, yeah. Thank you, Jenny, for again for being on our show and being our co-host in LA. I think this concludes yet, our yet again. Our, we are we have proven unable to do twenty minutes. No, no, no. <laughs> Not well, with me. So she was co-hosting. No, so, you're co-hosting. You know, so I think this concludes <laughs> our. But let me tell you, goes <laughs> west uh, series of episodes. Yep. So we still uh, have one interview coming. Coming, coming down the pike but yeah right. but yeah. so thank you everybody for coming on this uh western journey with yes, us to california yes. you know we had said i mean we've said this a few times when we first came started doing episodes in california in uh 2019 we always intended to do this every year but you know a little uh, a pandemic got in the way and <laughs> that went to <laughs> that, that went to the gutter so um thank you everybody remember uh wait what does i say at the end uh, we hope you listened laughed and learned <laughs> and as always remember, a time delay remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much, so much for joining us, everybody. All right, bye. Bye. Pero let me tell you is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero let me tell you freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex. 
the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 